What's up, everybody? That was a bad interpretation of Backstreet's Boys. Backstreet's Boys. Happy New Year! <laughs> I didn't record a podcast last week because um, I fucked it up like three times. Uh, like I would record an entire section of a podcast and then um, I fucked up saving twice. And when you do that, you don't really want to do it again, you know? And I was like, you know, I was like, fuck it. I was going to release on Christmas Eve. It was going to be a holiday spectacular. And um, it didn't work out. It just it just didn't work out. And that's how it is. You know, that's the way it's going to be. But good after morning. Goot after murking. It is... The day you've all been waiting for. Uh, the Tuesday before the end of the year. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh my god. It's my favorite. It's the last Tuesday before the end of the year. And I know. I know. I'm sad too. Um, 2020 is coming to an end. It is the 29th. So there's only about three more days. <laughs> Two more days. Can't wait to see how... 2020, you know, shakes it up. I feel like nothing's going to happen. You know, it's like, I I think we shot our wad on this year. But next year, next year, next year's going to be cool. Because, you know, 2020 was really a, like a rite of passage, I feel like, for most of the world everybody kind of got a reality check. Um, Life humbled people. And life does that. Life life will fucking humble you. And you know what? It it sucks. It's awful. Uh, I was humbled whenever I was 15. Some people get humbled whenever they are 26. Some people it doesn't happen until they're 40. You know, uh, crazy shit will happen. Just crazy, wild shit. Like, I don't know. Your business goes under because of a pandemic. It's pretty fucking humbling. You know. And I feel like Rocky said it best. He's it's it's not about how many hits you can take. It's about how many hits you can... (laughs) It's not about how many hits... Uh, you saw how many hits you could hit. It's about how many hits you could take. You know what I'm saying? And keep moving. And that's how winning's done. Yeah, I butchered that. I'm pretty stoned. So, my movie references might not be very tight. Yeah, especially when I got it. You know what I'm saying? Adrian. Adrian! It's talking like it's too long. It's not. Are they making another Expendables? They better not be. (laughs) How sick is it going to be whenever they make the next Expendables, though? Because you know it's coming. You know it's coming. They'll revive that franchise. This is too easy. 
Like, oh, you want you want a profit fifty million dollars? All right. Okay. Spindles. Cool. You know, we'll throw fucking a bunch of WWE wrestlers a <laughs> contract. They could be in it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sometimes you got to get humbled. Sometimes, <clears throat> actually, everybody needs to get humbled straight up. Straight up. Because you can't just walk around with your ego getting too big. You know, I had a I had a pretty deep conversation with a couple of my friends. Um, it was probably like three months ago, four months ago. And one of my friends was going through a pretty tough time. And um, it was making some bad habits for him. So we kind of, you know, said, listen, you know, you, you, you got to cut it out, man. You got to be running around and doing the same old thing. You know? So you got to And, uh, yeah, it was a pretty deep conversation. We talked a lot about kind of what we're talking about now. You know, he had a really rough go of it this year. Um, as most people did, but you know, uh, I don't want to spill his beans or anything, but, uh, it's pretty tough, pretty tough stuff. And, you know, I, I told him basically the same thing, you know, it's, you've got to, you just got to take it off the chin, man. It's all, like, because literally all these old cliches, like, time heals all wounds. And, I don't know, that one, specifically. (laughs) Uh, You just, really, you gotta wait it out. And, that's really hard. Because it will get better. You will, you will move on. But... The residuals from that are tough. And that's where it takes a lot of, I feel like, self-reflection for me. Whenever, you know, my father passed away whenever I was 15, car accident. And uh, that's a great way to get humbled, by the way. Don't recommend it. But, you know, life happens, you know. One minute you're taking a shower, drying off, thinking about, this assignment that you haven't done yet that you need to do that day. <clears throat> and the next minute your mom is knocking on the door kind of frantically and you open it up and she's crying. And, uh, I mean, that's the way the world, that's the way the cookie crumbled, baby. That's what 2020 did today. We were all just taking a shower and all of a sudden, you know, it's February and somebody just open up. We opened it, and then they said, hey, Kobe died. Like, huh? What? The f- huh? <laughs> and then they said, hey, China's on fire, and it's coming for you. Italy is literally singing out of their balconies right now. <laughs> and uh, we just kind of be like, oh, so, uh, okay. And then they said, hey, don't buy, don't wear a mask. Don't buy them. But wait, everybody wear a mask. And then everybody's freaking the fuck out. I'm working at a grocery store in 2020 i discovered that being essential to the government means essentially nothing because i didn't get shit i didn't get shit 
I worked my ass off. I did 10 weeks, six days a week. Or yeah, six days a week for 10 weeks. I was working six days straight for 10 weeks at night. I work at night, dog. That shit sucked. That was awful. My summer was awful. I fucking basically just only worked. That's why I didn't do a podcast for a long ass time. Remember whenever Chandler and I were recording a podcast, kind of? Well, then the f- I got hit with the palindrome. Isn't that what that's called? Like the calms right before storms? Palindrome? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to check my smarts. Are you ready? Are you ready? And this is why I'm the best. Hold on. Calling my shot before I even typed it in. Lol. Lol. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Come on. Please. Oh, it's not. It's race car. A pa- <laughs> what was I thinking of then? I don't know. But a palindrome is like the word race car. Because you can spell it the same way forwards and backwards. <laughs> Not lulls between storms. <laughs> uh, yikes. Anyways. I was kind of on a roll. Fuck, I fucked it up. Um, so, I was just basically just wasting my life away. I was making a lot of money then, though. Not gonna lie. That is the fortunate thing. Bless up that my girlfriend and I were both able to work this entire time. Although Oklahoma wasn't really that crazy with like layoffs. I feel like it was more either you worked from home or you didn't. And you know what? I'll tell you one thing. Definitely wasn't working from home. I was trying to record podcasts in Chandler Stump's 9,000 degree garage. That's why I'm kind of glad I got the the Beats by Dr. Dre's Super Zoot Blunt Lab and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre. Because it's home. Yeah, I don't gotta go anywhere. I literally I woke up, I took a shower, I pissed. Um I came in here, I started up my laptop, turned on my PlayStation 4. I'm looking at the menu right now, I'm just kind of chilling at it. You know, set up my camera and stuff, and now I'm recording. So, it's nice. It beats 100 degrees in a fucking garage, that's for sure. But listen, man. I know 2020 is tough. And I know some shit happened. Your dog got ran over. Uh, Your mom stole your stimulus check and spent it at the casino. You know, uh... Your your depressed grandma is now depressed. There's just lots of you know it's tough. It's tough. I'll tell you the stupidest shit that happened in 2020 though. The stupidest shit that happened in 2020 was people expecting things to change. <laughs> because it there's been no like if you look at the year. As a whole, our society kind of fucking, like, got really shaken up. Like, really shaken up. People were pissed the fuck off. 
but as far as lasting effects, I don't know if there's any. You know, yeah, you see people marching in the street, blah blah blah. Uh, up in Portland, you know, there's a uh, their little fucking junior high zone that they made. No girls allowed. And then they fucking just started beating each other up and shooting each other. There was like, I don't remember how many, I don't want to say how many deaths it was, but there was like a lot of deaths in that Chaz zone in Portland that like, because it's lawless. It's literally like they literally created just, you know, that area in uh, the Dark Knight Rises where they, they blow up all the bridges around Gotham. And they they have like uh they have the guy they have Scarecrow being the, the the judge, and they just like sentence people to walk out on the ice. That's what they were doing in Portland. They were fucking cutting holes in the ice, and just making people walk out there <laughs> until they until they fell in. Like yeah, if you make it to the other side, you're free. But you know you got to walk across this frozen fucking river, or in Portland's case, you got to walk across the Bering Strait to Russia. Because that's the only freedom you're getting around here from these libs, buddy. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I love the libs, but the the whole... All of 2020 has jaded me on politics so much that I have now decided that I'm independent. I used to declare as Democrat. But you know what? Fuck them. Fuck all of them. Because it's the same shit. And this is what I was trying to get at. Nothing is going to change. Just because Joe Blow and fucking Kamizi Hazaris got in, like, they are literally the two, some of the two most corporate Democrats you could have put in. You might as well elected Nancy Pelosi and her fucking dog, you know? Nothing is going to change. We are literally going to see another Obama administration, which is a Bush administration, which means we might get into some Middle East shit here in the next couple years. They're probably going to pass a couple social bills that don't really mean anything. You know, I don't want to downplay passing gay marriage, but that is such a non-governmental issue. Like, why wasn't that allowed in the first place, right? We have this idea in America where we're where we've separated church and state or actually no 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 hold on I'm telling this wrong. We have such a predominantly religion ran country, it's kinda crazy. And I don't even want to say Christianity, even though America leans heavily on Christianity and only Christianity, which is probably a lot of our problems. Because you can't found your country on the idea of separate church and state and we're going to allow everybody to come in. You can practice whatever religion you want. Yeehaw. But unless you practice our religion, um, there's going to be some problems. All right. We might burn your mask. We might put all the Mormons in Utah. Just kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about with that, but I lost my entire train of thought. Obama is Bush. Joe Biden is Obama's son. Oh, Joe Biden is Obama's white friend. 
You know, there's always that one. There's always the one white guy who is just kind of hanging out. He's like, word, 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 dog. You know what we was his happening around up in here? We finna go get some fucking slop or what? And then, the, you know, and then Obama's like, no, listen, Joe. We're at the congressional banquet. I don't think you should be talking like that. Yo, T-Bone, get this cracker out of here. And then they fucking, you know, like, you know, Joe Biden's got to chill. But now Joe Biden's the top dog. T-Bone's working for Joe Biden now. You know what I'm saying? So what's going to change, guys? What What do you expect to happen? Oh, they're, oh, they're going to they're gonna pass the mask mandate. Yeah, because we need that. Of course. Yeah, everybody should wear a mask. Great. But let's run an entire campaign off that. Let's run an entire campaign to be the the leader of the free world off of everybody should wear a mask. If they're not wearing a mask, then then you can't be America, that's for sure. And I got blonde legs. I got hair. I got blonde hairy legs and they they glow in the sun. That guy. This is our savior. This is our savior. Guys, name one policy. This is literally like Trump 2016. Name one policy. Build the wall. Okay. Cool. Well, you see how there's no fucking wall? You know how they just kind of built a little bit of a fence down there and they put a little bit more ATF at the border? Whatever the fuck they're called. And that was pretty much it. They put a bunch of kids in cages. <laughs> Don't hear about that anymore. There's probably still kids in cages. I wonder if COVID went through there like wildfire. Holy shit, those are some of the COVID... Nah, nah, nah. If that's a Trump thing, he wouldn't have wrote that down. It's COVID deaths. I thought it was onto something. <laughs> but you know, nothing's going to change, guys. Like Joe Blow's going to get in the office. He's going to pass his mask mandate. And then he's probably just going to wither into dust. The win- Like, inauguration's going to happen. And they're going to say, Joe Biden, do you solemnly swear to be president and he's going to go yep and he's going to raise his hand and touch the bible and it's going to start burning his fingers really hard because liars can't touch the bible and it's going to really burn his fingers that's why that's why i think um trump was holding it so weird whenever he like held it up was that this year whenever he like walked outside and was like get my bible i got bible <laughs> and was holding it like fucking like backwards and shit <laughs> like his wrist was completely turned around i think it's because the fucking the, the the good word was burning the fucking flesh off of his demon skin. <laughs> you can only fuck so many kids before you start holding the Bible and it starts to burn your flesh. And uh, I think Joe Biden's in that same boat, but maybe for different situations. He's probably a kid fucker too, though, for being honest. <laughs> but no, these guys, it's all... It's all for show. They just want in. I will say, um, I feel less sorry for the Trump supporters of 2016. Um, if you're a Trump supporter in 2020, it's like, we get it. You know, we get it. America, dude, grow up. He's not fighting for you. Okay. In 2016, like I'm from Oklahoma. This is 
the South. This is Trump's demographic. And literally nobody in Oklahoma got any aid from Trump, except from the oil dudes in the middle. <laughs> At the tippity top of the echelon of fucking wealth, because that's what everybody got. If you are a Trump supporter who makes less than 80k a year, you are tarted. You're tarted, bro. He's not, he was not fighting for you. He was not. It's rhetoric. It's it's rah-rah speech, okay? He was just giving you guys the fucking end zone chant every single time. Whose house? Our house. Whose house? Our house. Yeah, keep America great. Fuck yeah. And you go out there and then, you know, he just fucking runs the option every time and, and takes a knee. I really tried to put a, a sports, ref, a football reference in there, but I could not think. <laughs> I couldn't think of what he was doing. I think, I think maybe Trump's just throwing it out of bounds every time. He's like, oh, yeah, nobody was open. Oh, I can't do nothing up here. Nobody's open. There you go. There's my. There's my analogy. <laughs> Trump is like the fucking world's worst quarterback. You know, one that doesn't run and just wants to like bomb it downfield all the time. So he just throws it out of bounds all, like and spikes it. <laughs> like, I, I got all these receivers. Nobody will get open. I, I can't pass anything. These fucking Democrats. <laughs> it's our fault. Yeah, okay. And honestly, if you think about, speaking of not going to change, if you think about everything Trump did that was somewhat meaningful, a lot of it was executive orders. A lot of his, like, striking change. Like, you know, like his abolishment of, like, the EPA and all that shit. And, like, our fucking pandemic response team. (laughs) Yeah, good job. Good job, dude. You know, and a lot of that shit was just executive orders. They're just going to peel that shit back. Like Joe Biden first days. Well, actually, after they catch all of Joe Biden's dust that's blown away in the inauguration air. And they, uh, you know, they, they light the fire, the never ending flame on Mount Olympus. Whatever the fuck they do for dead presidents. <laughs> Kamala's just going to step in front and she's going to go. Now, here's the thing, bitches. We're going to yas clean our way to the top. Alexandria! Alexandria, yeah, you're fired, bitch. We don't go liberal. We're going to be fake blues, and we're just going to be corporate as fuck. Okay? It's like all the people that think, like, Kamala and, like, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and fucking all her... The squad. It's like the squaw has like maybe two more elections and they're out. Unless there's like some actual big, unless their movement actually has teeth. If the, if the whole woke thing falls apart in the next few years though, they're not, you won't hear from them anymore. Not in a meaningful way. They'll get pushed out. Or somebody will slip them a fat check, bro. And they'll stay in. And they'll stay in and they'll keep saying the same shit, but nothing will change. Nothing will change. No matter what we did this year, it's all 
That's actually kind of, that's sad. That's sad. But it's the truth, man. You know, I don't, it's like expectations. 2020's Democrats was 2016's Republicans. You guys are getting duped. I got duped. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was a big Bernie guy. I'd still like Bernie to get in. He's got some good ideas. My favorite idea of his is tax the stock market. I don't care what for. I don't care. Like, I don't care if it's for education, for fucking buying every American a gun or curing polio twice. Tax the stock market. Why is it not being taxed? When there's literally millions of transactions every day that deal with the highest amount of money. These stock exchanges, like we're talking, like this is where the money's made. This is Wolf of Wall Street shit. And every single one of those transactions is face value. There's no tax. Do you know why that is? You know why that is? Because it's cheaper. You get more money when you do it like that. And you know who's keeping it that way? These Wolf of Wall Street motherfuckers that are at the top just fucking feeding that lobby money. Just saying, no, 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 no. Don't tax the don't tax the stock market. Don't do that. Oh fuck that. Now instead, what we're gonna do is is we're gonna get all the Democrats together, except for Bernie, and you guys are gonna go. And then right before one of the fucking primaries, you're all gonna drop out, and all immediately support Joe Biden, except for you, Elizabeth Warren, because you've got the women vote. You stay in. We need you to split it even more, so that way, our guy. Who's now got the support of all of Pete Buttigieg's guys, all of fucking Randy Marsh's guys, all of Ass Liquor McGee's guys. I don't even remember who all dropped out. They're all they're all dicks. Okay. They all just corporated the fuck up, literally. And um said, We're gonna put the hairy legs in office. It's like glow in the sun. And corn pop's gonna be as they're gonna be as vice pres. <laughs> he's crazy. He's crazy, and he's our president. So you know what? I'm over it. You've all been duped. Um. You know, I was gonna go through like a whole, like walkthrough of how I got to this like state. I have a bunch of stuff written down. For this episode, but I haven't, <laughs> I haven't uh, really talked about it much. So you know what, we're gonna we're gonna close this chapter on. Listen, guys, you have to look at actions. Look at actions. Don't fucking turn off Twitter, turn off Facebook, turn off the TV. Look around. What's going on? Is anything actually affecting your life other than like the whole Corona shit? Take Corona out of the equation. What have they passed in the past 10 years that has affected your life? Hmm? During the housing market crisis, who suffered? The people. The people that were trying to buy houses, that were trying to sell houses. Who didn't suffer? The fucking 
the top 1% that put us in the goddamn housing bubble, just writing loans like crazy and just giving people all these big ass houses. No, 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 no. You just, you get the high interest rate. You just pay it off whenever it's fine. And of course it fell apart. And you know who got the bailout for that? The people that put us in it. The beginning of Corona. Whenever everybody lost their jobs. In like April. March. I'm talking scary Corona times. Like whenever it was going to kill everybody. Who got the who got the bill? Who got the immediate money? The top people. We We gave, I think it was like $3 trillion for business. Just business. We you know we didn't didn't really specify. It just went to corporations. Thanks. Thanks, guys. And then it was like another month and a half of them bitching and moaning before they passed that shitty first stimulus bill. Didn't see any of that. <laughs> it's so crazy. You have to look at actions. I don't want to talk about it on this second half, so <sighs> Yippee skippy. <laughs> Sunshine and rainbows. We're going to 2020 on this latter half. Happy New Year. You piece of shit. <clears throat> Holy shit. Hold on. Hello. Sniffles Magoo here. Oh, I just took a big nap. <clears throat> I'm sweating out of my face because I'm here to tell you about Anchor. <laughs> I'm recording on Anchor right now. It's such a good fucking app. Let me let me explain. Okay, it's free. Okay, uh, there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So, oh my god, that was so big. If you can be heard, if so, it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are heard. Uh, you can make money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Weed is legal in my state. Don't get mad. Uh, Anchor. No woman, no cry. No, no. No woman, no cry. Say, I remember when we used to sing. (laughs) Yo, it's 2021 now. We're on the other side of the hill, folks. I didn't think that this was going to be so aggressive, but you know what? 2020 was aggressive. I don't even want to say. I don't even want to say the word anymore. Moving on, forward. Because let me let me explain something to you. 2021. Fuck! I didn't start my camera. <laughs> One second. No woman, no cry. No woman, no cry. Nobody says, I don't speak Shaba. Hey, no, 
Stop what you're doing. <laughs> she was about to knock my microphone over. My cat, that is. Um, song of the year for 2020. I, I want to cap with this. And honestly, like... I gotta fix that. <sighs> Jeez, it's almost like balancing your camera microphone on a cardboard box on top of two styrofoam things and a camera case. Isn't stable or something. Freaking hypocrites. And now 2021 is going to be the year of comedy. Oh, that's not what I was talking about. No woman, no cry. There's a video on YouTube, and I'll post it with... Uh, what if I can rip that from YouTube? <laughs> it's a it's a pretty viral video. I mean, it's got like 40 million views on YouTube or some shit. But it's a, like this street performer, this Rasta guy, you know. Um, what is that shit called? Reggae? You know, he's reggae up. And then he's like in France or some shit or fucking, I don't know, somewhere in Europe. Because they're definitely not speaking English, most of them. And... Uh, he plays a cover of No Woman, No Cry, and there's, like, a crowd of maybe a hundred-plus people around him, just in the street, and there's, like, people drinking and dancing and stuff, and, like, having a good time, and it's a really, like, when I watch that video, I just really get reminded how beautiful life is, and how beautiful people can really be, because sometimes people can be really fucked up. And I can almost make myself cry if I really try. And I've got a lot of tears in my eyes right now. But I, it's really hard to get the teardrop. It's really hard to get the teardrop. I'm gonna, you're going to have to check the bot. You see a teardrop? <laughs> oh, man, I really did almost make myself cry there. That's a talent, by the way. I just can't, I, like, I can't get it over the hill, though, you know? Like, I can well my eyes up with tears. I can get them all red and, like, you know, uh, puffy looking and shit. But I can't, I can't get the drop, dude. It's that one, it's the one teardrop is all you need. That's the money shot in movies. <laughs> the money shot. Shouts to iDubs. But, um... It's a really beautiful video, guys, and I really, like, I'm going to post it along with links to this episode and stuff, so check out the Good After Morning Instagram uh, at Good After Morn, nope, Good After Morning GG, that is Good After Morning with two Gs, yep, <clears throat> so, 2021 is going to be the year of comedy. 2020 was supposed to be the year of comedy. Not anymore. Um, about this time last year, maybe, I don't know, maybe like two weeks ago last year, I would have went to an open mic. It was at a pizza place in Joplin. Um, a pizza place and bar. Blackthorn Pizza. And... They have an open mic with like a little stage and stuff. It's actually kind of cool, little setting. But um, 
I was the only one that came. There was like nobody on the bar. Uh, some Chiefs fans walked in because there was a Chiefs game that night. It's on a Sunday. So, you know, there was like nobody in there. And uh, I didn't go up. And um, that is uh, so far the extent of my comedy career. <laughs> but probably for the best that I didn't go up because I had absolutely nothing prepared for that night. I mean, I had like a little bit of stuff that I'd kind of kicked around, but it was going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Or maybe it would have went good. I don't know. I need to go up. I have to go up. I will. That is my New Year's resolution. Is to really dive into comedy. Like, I really want to get into it. There is, um... Guys, the world works in mysterious ways. Or actually, maybe I set myself up for this. But... Whenever I went and saw Tom Segura in October, it's actually kind of crazy I went and saw him because now he's like literally broke his arm in half and shattered his like knee. So he's probably not going to go on tour for a long, 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 long time. So I saw him in the very tiny window that he was doing shows with throughout the COVID thing. So get at me. Um, I saw him at the OKC Comedy Club, uh, Bricktown Comedy Club in downtown Oklahoma City, and it was pretty sick. It was a good show. Saw him and saw him and Josh Potter. Um, but like during the thing, I subscribed to the uh, the text messages from the club, and recently they've sent a text advertising. Um, well, I gotta find it. Yeah, there it is. They sent it to. They sent a text advertising. Um. Yeah, it's, it's this is like like around Christmas they sent this. It says our sister club is offering virtual comedy classes. Good chance for yourself or someone you love to learn the art of comedy. That was the link. And if you click on it, it's like a five four week thing. Yeah, it's Tuesday night, seven fifteen to nine forty five Pacific Standard. So what's that for me? Six fifteen. Oh, it's even better. Nice. Um, January 5th, 12th, 19th, and 26th with a live graduation show date to be announced. Um, it's out of the Tacoma Comedy Club, huh? Taught by this guy named Corey Michaels, who's basically just like a traveling... I don't know if he's a headline. He opened for Louie Anderson. He's had a couple specials. I mean, he's a he's a living like working comic, which is you know, it, he's literally doing what I want to do. So I'll fucking I'll listen to him. Um, and uh, this I think in the class we're just kind of going to learn fucking like I don't know joke structure or some shit, you know, some little bullshit. But this is the part I'm interested in. Create original material, practice in class with specific and individual feedback, and perform in front of a live audience. Now, a live audience means it's going to be like a Zoom show, so kind of kind of whack. But you know what? That is literally like what I need to do. So I think I'm going to do that. 
It's like 150 bones. And what's money to a what's money to a pimp? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my I got my money up, so now I can get my funny up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Cause so it, you know how it is. it just be like it is. We throwing up gangs on them. You know how it is. You know how it is. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna do that. That's gonna be good. That'll be good for me. And then also, I need to start going to like some open mics. Probably the um, the most accessible, but also the the biggest hill to climb over would be to go to a lot of these bars around here have karaoke nights. Because um, I live around a lake, a pretty big lake, Grand Lake in Oklahoma, second largest lake by the way, in Oklahoma. Did you know Oklahoma has more shoreline than the state of California? True, st- true science fact. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so there's like a lot of little like shitty bars and they, a lot of them have karaoke nights around here. And uh, some of them land on my nights off work. Actually multiple. So I could even do like little runs and just drive around the lake and do spots at fucking karaoke nights in front of drunk cowboys. Which, you know, I mean, depending on where I go, it'll be either be drunk rednecks or drunk rich people who are hiding from Corona on the lake. There was a lot of that this year. A lot of people from Tulsa came down, stayed in their lake houses and it was just like, fuck it, dude, just work from home from here. And why wouldn't you? Like, why wouldn't you fucking move out to your multi-million dollar fucking lake house and just, you know, chow? So, um, I don't know, man. Well, I'll figure it out. That just sounds like really difficult to do. Because I'll definitely be the only motherfucker going up there hitting spoken word on them. <laughs> But I figure, you know, if I, like, go up and, like, talk to the bar people beforehand, like, the, uh, you know, if they have a DJ, I think one of them has a DJ, you know, like, chat it up with him, fucking give him a 10 spot and be like, yo, listen, dog, uh, let me, let me slide up here real quick for, like, two minutes or until I run out of jokes and then I'm out. Like, literally, like, I literally just want to go up for, like, two minutes. I do not need to be on stage for more than two minutes. <laughs> There's like, there's no way I have, you know, nobody, nobody who's just starting out has five minutes of material in them. Nobody. I'm going to get up and I'm going to talk about herpes and I'm going to leave. Yeah, that's my joke, by the way. Um, Because I think, you know, like Corona is a, it's, I mean, it's a disease. You know, it didn't really, you didn't really kill that many people. But you can cure it. That's a vaccine. They fucking dude. They they literally in ten months pissed pissed out a vaccine. That's not a real disease. It's not a real disease. Polio killed people for like forty years before they fucking had a vaccine. Like, and you you think Corona ten months in? No, you know what? You know a real disease? Herpes. That's a real disease. <laughs> and uh. And actually, I've had so much time to just sit around and think about it that 
I know how to cure herpes. No? See, it's easy. Herpes in general isn't like that awful of a disease. So you get it, create some lesions on your skin, you know, you look like a fucking a discount meth head. It's just a cold sore. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know, but it doesn't go away ever. And you're very contagious. So why not just give everybody herpes? Right? Just give everybody herpes. Listen. If everybody has herpes, nobody has herpes. That's my theory. That's my theory. That's it. Wow, Taylor, you're so funny. That's the crowd yelling that I'm so funny. In unison. That's how funny I am. I mean, sometimes you're just constructed differently. And that's just the way it goes. But no, I, like, that was actually kind of a good run. Um, that's kind of the way I want that joke to go, somewhat. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try that. It's going to go something like that. I got some other stuff. I've been basically spending, since this time last year, or since I've decided that I want to pursue stand-up and get on stage and stuff, I've been writing down, like, joke premises in my notes for, like, um, pretty much the whole year. And I just, I'm scrolling for the camera to show how many there are. Um, yeah, that's the end. So, there's a lot. I've written a lot over the past year. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna try this one out <clears throat> me and my friend used to do this thing called a spooky dab and this is when you take vape juice or in our specific case salt nicotine which is like high a high fucking nick vape juice i'm really just gonna tell the story I, I don't really know how to put this in a joke yet um, we, we used to rip these, you know, they call them spooky dabs because they would literally scare the shit out of you because it's the most intense head change you've ever gotten in your life because you're hitting concentrated THC with concentrated nicotine at the same time. And you kind of black out for a second. Like it's, it's insane. And, uh, I equated that to like the Macarena. Where, like, you know, uh, the head change that you get from spooky dabs is cool and all. But after 30 seconds, you kind of want it to end. A lot like the Macarena. Like, nobody wants nobody wants five minutes of Macarena. Fuck that. Okay? After you do the first... It's over. It's over. Just be done. And uh, that's I, I equated that to spooky dabs somehow. So, yeah, I just kind of write the, the, the premise down. Like, I don't spend time and flesh out everything I was thinking. Because this really happens on a fucking, like... It uh, happens in an instant. Because if you don't write something down, I just, like, instantly... <laughs> I just instantly... Uh, you just instantly forget. This one's funny here, too. The United States recruits, like, the Warriors. 
that was me talking i was talking about like how everybody always uh hypes up um i guess not everybody always hypes up but all of our immigrants in the united states is like for the most part is like the best of every other country you know like we have like because the only people that can afford it come here and that usually equates to you have a good education and uh you know status and education sadly go hand in hand which shouldn't be but it is because when you put a price tag on education there you go um (laughs) so i just said the united states recruits like the warriors is we just kind of get all the best of the best to come to us i don't remember exactly what i was thinking of but just reading that (laughs) is a funny funny premise in its own um <laughs> no way no way uh, this is an add-on for my herpes bit if everyone has herpes no one has herpes it's like if everyone had blonde hair and blue eyes yeah it sucks getting there but it's worth it <laughs> <laughs> so there's your nazi joke of the day folks Maybe I should start kind of hashing these out. <laughs> these are pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah. 2021 is going to be the funniest year of all time. I'm going to really lean into the podcast. Uh, we're going to hit the ground running with content. I'm recording right now. going to post some Instagram videos. I might do a little cut up compilation of this. Because I've done some wild shit. With like hand motions and stuff. So um. Might do something like that. <laughs> um, I just read another one that said uh, a Clorox wipe will turn my dart dirt star into the star of David real quick, and that's referring to me wiping my ass with a Clorox wipe out of necessity at first, but then every now and then I just run it by. You know, just hit it with a claw. Like, it's like starting fresh. You know, you clean. <laughs> There's no deeper clean than a, than a bleach bath across your asshole. You know, <laughs> my pooper is <sighs> spotless. However, it burns like a motherfucker. <laughs> it's literally like putting like a somebody. I read this online somewhere. And it's like your butthole and your lips have like pretty much the same like texture in terms of skin softness and like what they're like <laughs> so um I, I imagine if you just kind of put like pursed your lips and kissed a, a clorox wipe that's probably a similar sensation to how your butthole feels um hold on i'm reading some of these did I do that in a podcast? I think I think that might have got deleted, but the other day I was talking about <laughs> the other day I was talking about Flint, Michigan, and speaking of things not changing, I was talking about Flint, Michigan, and that <laughs> like even like Obama even went to to Flint and like asked for a glass of water, and he like bring bring me a glass of water here. Wait, hold on. Ready?
Well, this water tastes like shit. I'm out of here. So long. And then he got on his plane and left. <laughs> and that's about how that speech went. Because that did never fucking change. Oh, this is a <laughs> this is kind of a drag on me. It said I look like the hun the son Hank Hill wanted. Um, just because I look like Hank Hill, kind of. The rise of America is the fall of the white. Oh God. What the fucking fucking <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't read these out loud right away. Maybe I should vet them a little bit. That one's a little racy, Taylor. I'm not even gonna try to explain that one yet. We're gonna have to flesh that one out. <laughs> the rise of the Amer The rise of America is the fall of the white. <laughs> Maybe that's the joke. <laughs> it's getting me pretty good. <laughs> Women are purpose built for working from home. Sex work is a mom's game. <laughs> I'm sure I'm talking about OnlyFans there. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, um... Holy shit, there's a lot of these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really... I, I actually don't understand this. Why do... Maybe I do understand it. Why do gay guys like turning straight guys? Because if you think about it, like a straight guy is not getting fucked in the ass, right? And well, okay, maybe I've just unraveled my entire argument. So let me walk you through this. <laughs> Settle in, folks. <laughs> if if a straight guy is never worried about his ass getting fucked, right? He's not taking care of his ass. He's never taking the Clorox wipe down there and cleaning it up. Um, so whenever Adam invites Steve over, hobbity hobbity, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. How do I craft this up? So why do gay guys like going after straight guys? Right? Because if their butthole's a train wreck, then why do you, then why? Right? But then as I was saying that out loud, I thought, you know, probably the majority of gay straight interaction of like where a guy's getting turned, per se. Uh unless that guy is a freak, nasty freak. Um, and he's just down to down to grind, son. I don't think the straight guy's getting fucked in the butt in that situation, right? Where he's just like, you know what? I'm I'm doing the damn thing. Plow me. <laughs> like that's a big trend. Like that's the biggest of transitions to taking it. Whew. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in, eh? <laughs> 
Nah, it's only, you know, six inches only seems like a lot. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about anymore. I feel like you're getting a real hot and cold reception with this podcast. So, there you go. I really should, um... I really should cut up like a little compilation video. I am recording this. Grigio, if you step on my keyboard and do something. So she stepped on my keyboard and did something. <laughs> um, boop, 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 boop. Cats. She stepped right on my, luckily she stepped on the inner key and just basically like entered the recording. Didn't fuck it up. Thank God. <clears throat> but now she's laying on my lap. And being all cute. So, um, guys, 2021 is your year. I want you to go into it with your cock out, your snatch blowing in the wind, your fake dick swinging, and I just want you to just be you, man. I didn't talk about half the shit I wanted to this podcast, you know? But truth truth is I don't fear much in life other than spooky ghosts and mediocrity. I just don't want to be the same as everyone else. I just can't. It bothers me. When I eat at restaurants, uh, if somebody orders the same thing I've ordered, like if like if I'm like if I've decided on something and somebody like orders it before I do, I'll change my order on the fly. I'll change it every time, just because I like I don't want to. I I don't know. I just have this weird thing like I don't want to be like everybody else. I just can't. I like I don't. I can't. I will not. So my. My words to you, coming from a 22-year-old cisgender white male. Actually, I'm Cherokee. It's 420 Blaze It Up, by the way. Um, my advice to you is to just be you, man. Just lean into it, okay? Stop. Get, get off of Twitter. Get off of Facebook. Or you don't even have to get off of those. Just stop letting it fucking affect your day. Stop letting it change your mind. Because literally every single person you're interacting with on there is got the same double chin you do looking straight down at their phone. And uh, nobody looks good from that angle, okay? And you think that these people, they know something? Dude, they're on, they're on Twitter. They're just like you. All right. Okay. Just be you. Stop being a part of the herd. The herd's never done anything to help you. Every good decision you've ever made in your life was your decision. <clears throat> and, you know, people, people want to put you in a frame that, that you don't fit in. 
life is based on perception. Okay? You can be the poorest person in the world and be happy. Absolutely happy. A lot of people perceive, you know, money as happiness and it's not always. It's all how you look at life. And you're the only you, literally. Everything that has happened in your life has affected you to this point and made you the person you are. Every little minute detail, every interaction, every little, you know, every time somebody called you a skank, every time somebody gave you a dollar, every time, you know, you had to grow up in those perfect circumstances to be exactly who you are. So why do you adhere to somebody else's um, identity? Why do you try to be like somebody else? They, You literally can't be somebody else. You're you. Right? So I, I don't know, man. This is the kind of stuff I think about at night whenever I'm stoned as fuck doing my stupid ass dead-end job <laughs> that I will be quitting at some point in the next few months. So just don't just don't let them get to you, dog. That's that's the final words. Follow uh, follow Good After Morning podcast on uh, on all my socials here. Uh, good After Morn on Twitter. That's a uh, Good After M O R N on Twitter. Go ahead and give us a follow. I'll be tweeting out um, episode updates and things like that over there. I need to bolster my following a little bit. And uh, Instagram is good after morning with two G's. So just look that right up. You'll probably see it before you even type in the second G. So there you go. And, uh, ooh, I'm streaming now on Twitch. Uh, T-M-O-R-G-G. I just started a Pokemon Diamond Nuzlocke, which is a permadeath playthrough of Pokemon. So if you're into that, uh, check that out. Um. Yeah, guys, I think that's pretty much it. I'm pretty happy with today's podcast. It felt good to take a week off, even though I wasn't really trying to. So, um, Grigio, if you don't quit clawing my arms, I'm going to turn you into socks. That's what I thought. All right. Have a, have a happy new year, everybody. And uh, keep your stick on the ice. No woman, no cry. Bob Marley. Yeehaw.